Hello and welcome to the Jonathan Bell Show. This is a show documenting my journey after quitting my 9 to 5 job to pursue a career being a creative. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to another episode of the Jonathan Bell Show. We have another segment behind the mic and today we have on Jacob Kelly. How are you doing, Jacob? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Um, thank you for coming on the show. Actually, I appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. I saw you made the tweet the other day and I was like, yes, I want to be on your podcast. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Jacob, can you let everybody know what it is that you do? Do as a career or do on the side? Uh, on the side. On the side. So I'm the host of a podcast called My Social Life. It's a podcast all about telling the stories behind the people on social media. So whether it be influencers, brand managers, or anybody doing cool things in the social space, I sit down and I try to tell their stories best I can from when they started making content to where they are now to different tips and tricks that they've learned along the way that people can use to try and implement into their own social media. That's really nice of you to do. And what gave you that idea? So I'd wanted to start a podcast for a while, probably just under a year before I actually started it. So I just had this idea for a podcast. I was like, I want to start a podcast. No real direction with it. Uh, i just been listening to a lot of podcasts at the time. I still am, but like, it wasn't like Gary Vee at the time and all these different people. So I got to start my own and then I got a bunch of gear for Christmas and bought all the extra stuff shortly thereafter. But then I sat on it for a while and I had no idea what I was going to do. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to interview interesting people. And my buddy was like, dude, you need more than just interesting people. Like you really need to find that niche. And for my job, I work in social media and I spend a lot of time in the social space. So I was like, why don't I just interview people that have done what I want to try and do and that's grow on social media. So originally it was kind of the intention behind the podcast is wanting to just learn things that I can then implement into a YouTube channel I started at the time. But then uh, shortly thereafter, I realized I actually enjoy doing the podcast more than doing the YouTube. So I just stopped doing my YouTube pretty much all together pretty recently. And I'm going all in on my podcast right now. Oh, awesome. Congratulations on that. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Uh, so before we get much into that, I do have a question that, that I just figured out right off the bat when you started talking is you just said you work in social media, right? And so a lot of things that I hear from from, well, not like everybody, but a couple of my friends and people that um, like when they work in the social media field and then they try to do stuff themselves, they get like so burnt out or they don't want to do it or it seems fun. And like in my case, there's been a couple people when they're asking me like, oh, how do you grow your Superman stuff so fast or how do you do this and that? And I'm just like, well, you know, I'm like always on it all the time. And then if they are like, trying to do this stuff for other people as a business. They're like, well, yeah, I can understand that. But by the end of the day, I don't even want to look at my phone. And I'm like, well, I mean, can't help you there really. So how has that affected you with trying to, with trying to do your podcast? It's been pretty good. Like for the most part, I haven't really experienced much burnout. Like there's obviously those days where I'm like, man, what am I doing? I don't want to do this anymore. Like, but I just kind of push through those days and then there's obviously better days after that. But I've kind of found that like with mine right now, I'm doing a lot of scheduling when it comes to social media, so I'm not on it all the time when it comes to my podcast. 
and I spend a majority of my time when it comes to my show just editing the content and researching people as opposed to spending it on social media just so I know I'm not on it all the time. I try to take that time. Like when I get home, I'll put my phone in a separate room so I'm not always constantly checking social and always on it. So I'm, I just try to be strict with my usage of it so I don't burn out too quickly. Okay, and that's good, but to play devil's advocate here, do you feel like you're missing out then when you put your phone away, or how, what is that, how does that look like? A little bit. I'm really trying to get better with like blocking off my time. I'm trying to set aside time every day now where I do nothing but engage with people and like and comment on people's photos and send people DMs and reply to people because I feel like if I don't set time to specifically do that, a lot of the time I spend on social is just mindlessly scrolling. So I try to, I have this thing that I, I do every day, I call my top five it's the top five priorities I want to do in a day because my to-do list is so long that I just have to prioritize and pick those top five and I'll make one of those top five things to do depending on what the other things are, 30 minutes of social engagement or one hour of social engagement, so even though I'm not replying to people right away, I'm setting time aside to reply to people and I'm lucky enough where I'm at a small enough scale right now where I can still engage and reach everybody that's trying to reach me within that time frame but as things grow in scale, if they do knock on wood, that's when I'll probably have to really reevaluate my strategy but right now i've got it in a flow where it works that makes sense it does make sense so you started you started your podcast how long ago just over a year ago actually when the first episode came out and to everything that you just said right now uh so obviously it took you kind of like a year to figure that out just to like basically do time management and what were some of the other things like trial and error for because i'm sure there are people listening here that would what are some of the things that didn't work for you that came that that you realize that this is what you should be doing now? In terms of like what I do before the podcast that didn't work, or what like what your like your type like your top five that you came up with recently before that, mm-hmm. what idea was it that wasn't working that made you think of the top five? So uh, what I was just doing at the time was just one long to do list, and it was just piling up with the amount of things I had to do because I really break down everything within my podcast. Like it's not just like edit a podcast. It'll be like edit the audio of the podcast, do the social content, uh, schedule the social content, schedule the YouTube videos, and then record a takeaways episode. So I break it down to five elements. And once I had was stacking up all these podcasts that I recorded that I hadn't edited, my to-do list looked extremely long. And I would spend all day like working on these different things. And I'd come to the end of the day and I'd look at my to-do list on my phone and it would still be extremely long like I hadn't even made a dent and I would go to bed feeling like I hadn't accomplished anything during the day but really I had I spent three hours and I edited a podcast and I scheduled all the social content and all that but when I looked at the in the grand scheme of things it didn't look like a lot so where the idea of that top five came from is if I can accomplish these five things in a day I can go to bed feeling like I have gotten something done. Whereas beforehand, it just felt like I was never getting anything done. And I was just drowning in all this work I had to do. Because no matter how much I would do, it just felt like it wasn't that to-do list wasn't getting any shorter. Mm, that makes sense. There's a lot of things. I mean, I totally understand that because there'll be some times where I feel like I didn't do anything. But if I actually could actually step out of my myself and like look at what I did for the day... Um, I'd be like, oh, you sat on Photoshop for like four hours editing a photo, which is something, you know, but if you have all this stuff, and I think that's why, like, I kind of steered away from a lot of my, like, bigger edits, because all that stuff, like, I mean, I still, like, all the astronaut stuff that I recently did, like, those three graphics that I did, those were, like, really cool on my end, but those, like, literally took me an entire day staring at my computer, looking at the screen, trying all these different things for like 
probably five or six hours. And whenever I do that, I'm happy with the finished photo, but I also feel like I could have done so much other stuff. So then I started thinking like, I should just plan days where I edit and then plan days where I don't. But then that didn't work either because sometimes like, you know, I'll just get an idea and I'm like, shoot, I have to do, <laughs> I have to do this right now, you know? But it's just all like learning, I guess, how to how to balance all this stuff. And it's hard being like a creative person because you're just like always firing all these uh, ideas off in your brain all the time. But speaking of YouTube, so I know a lot of people like YouTube, 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 and you're going to go full swing into the podcast. So what was that like defining moment for you to do that? I just felt like I was a little bit overstretched. I don't know if that's the right word, but so before I started the podcast, I had this like blog channel. And then when I started doing the podcast, I kind of stopped, put a pause on the YouTube at the time. And then I recently started doing, like, I called it a weekly vlog, where I brought my, my camera around like I was doing a daily vlog, but I just sat down and did one monster edit instead of seven videos. I just compiled it onto one video. But and I was doing that for a while. I think it was a couple months in a row. And then I was doing the podcast, and I felt like I wasn't focused on one thing. I was just trying to do everything, but not really focusing on trying to scale anything or grow anything. I was just focused on getting it all done as opposed to seeing what worked and going over like the analytics and the data and stuff, which is something I'm still not even fully there yet. I need to get better at going over that. But I feel like with stopping my YouTube right now, that's my personal YouTube. I still have YouTube for the podcast. But with my personal YouTube, I just feel like now I can focus more on the podcast and really refine what I'm doing with it and go over the analytics and the data and stuff. And I've recently started to put more of an emphasis on the podcast YouTube. So I'm spending more time making unique thumbnails for every episode because for a while there, they all looked pretty much the same. And I was like, no one's going to click through on these. So now I'm trying to find more ways to better market my podcast and focus more so on getting guests and recording episodes than I was when I was trying to get guests, record episodes, put out podcasts while also trying to film YouTube videos and edit my YouTube video for my personal account. So it's just really feeling like I was just the master of none. So I really just wanted to put the focus on my podcast and try and scale that while I put a pin in YouTube. Uh, I mean, that I could see how that would make sense. But all right. So speaking of everything that you're trying to do, like the making the thumbnails and all this other stuff here. So working with social media as a job and then obviously trying to figure everything out yourself. How do you how do you filter what works for you? Do you try everything first and then see or like like exactly what you just said right now, how you are uh, doing the thumbnails to make people like more eye catching? Did you see that somewhere in a YouTube video and decide I should try that? Or are you just trying to figure out the analytics of that? Like, how do you come up with how you can further improve your YouTube channel? So kind of where it comes down to me where I make these decisions is like I'll have the idea to do it and then I'll push that idea off and then I'll just, it'll keep coming back to me and eventually I'll do it. It's like I always knew that thumbnails and stuff was going to be more important to get people to click through on these clips I post with the podcast and I've watched different videos and stuff and it was, I recently recorded a podcast, it's not out yet, it's coming out in October, but with the biggest guest I've ever had, he's a YouTuber at 3.3 million and he was just talking about the importance of your thumbnail and the title of your video because like you need to stop people when they're scrolling when they see your thumbnail to click through it and my, my podcast or my, my podcast thumbnails for the clips were pretty boring they were standard it was the same thing over and over again and after i recorded with this guy i was like okay all my podcasts are boring nobody's watching my videos 
or my podcast thumbnails on YouTube are boring. No one's watching the clips I post on YouTube. And this guy being such a big YouTuber, I was like, I really need to capitalize on the fact that his audience is on YouTube. Their native platform is YouTube. It's not a podcast. So if they're going to be exposed to this interview I did with him, it's likely going to come through YouTube. And hopefully through that, they'll funnel down to the podcast. So with having such a big YouTuber, I was like, now is the time for me to make that jump and take the additional hour, couple hours to make sure my podcast thumbnails are nice and eye-catching as opposed to just the standard ones I've been doing all the time. So it was really just trying to capitalize on something I knew that was coming is what made me make that jump to doing the thumbnails. So it's when I make changes like that to the podcast, it really sometimes it's just on a whim. Like I changed my intro halfway through doing the podcast. It used to be one thing, I changed it. And the reason that, that happened is because I had an idea that I should probably change it and then I sit on that idea typically for a couple months, which is what happened with the intro switch and the thumbnails. And if it's still a good idea in my brain a couple months later, then I know I need to make that switch. But I think something I need to work on is being faster at making those decisions because I'm finding a lot of these ideas that I have. I go, let me sit on it for two months and then I do it anyway. So I feel like I'm just putting off making that decision by sitting on it for two months. I just have to be better at acting quicker and reacting better. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty thoroughly put there, Jacob. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a bit of a long-winded answer. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it's pretty good. There's, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, so besides the thumbnail thing, what what's something else that you're working on also besides that? With like more, I guess, would say on the aesthetic side to visually drawing people in. And then also besides that, like you've been doing this for a year, but all these, you know, like being podcasts and YouTube is integrating. So actually, I'll just save that one for next. So you don't have to answer two things at once. So what what's another like aesthetically pleasing thing that you're working on now? The clips on Instagram is something I'm working on, but I recently had the thought a couple days ago that maybe I should be putting as much weight into the Instagram clips, and that was another reason for making the switch to YouTube is I had the thought that I've been doing this podcast for a year now. I've been posting all these clips to to Instagram, and it's not like I'm seeing crazy results from it, so I'm tweaking what my, uh, in terms of aesthetics, what my clips on Instagram look like and I also recently made the switch I stopped doing video for remote guests I own I use this program called Zencaster now which doesn't have video but it just yields the highest audio quality that I can get so it was something I've recently been working at is trying to find a good aesthetic for clips when it's just audio because I have no video, but I still want to post on Instagram. And I used to use a software called Headliner, but they recently started charging money. So I taught myself a little bit after effects to come up with a good looking clip for an audio segment, if that makes sense. Like one of the lack of videos trying to come up with a way that it fits in my feed where it's just audio. Yeah, that makes sense. And so do you use uh, uh, IGTV then? I haven't been using Instagram TV, but it's something I know I need to start putting bigger effort on because I've seen Instagram is putting a higher value into IGTV videos. People are getting more reach with Instagram TV as opposed to just a regular feed post. So it's something I'm definitely playing around with more. And another thing with my podcast is when I realize these things, I make the switch. Like when it comes to IGTV, I have to, um, I make the switch, but then it won't happen for a couple months later because right now I have a two-month backlog. So all the content that I'm making with these switches, like including IGTV, I won't see the results until a couple months down the road. And um, until a couple months down the road because I just have such a backlog. So IGTV is something I'm going to start playing around with, but right now I'm not because of where I'm at with my scheduling, if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. 
Yeah, figuring out those formats and everything for uh, vertical instead of having everything in horizontal is a pain in the flipping butt. <laughs> Dude, tell me, because I'm like, because I wanted, because, and then like when you share it to your feed, there's a different preview. So I was literally posting all these test videos to Instagram TV and sharing to my feed to see how it would look. And I would literally title it like test, I'm deleting this in 30 seconds. And then I would delete it. Like once I saw the format, I'd kind of make a note, delete it, make the edit on Premiere, send it back to myself, post it on IGTV, look at it, make another note, delete it until I like had it formatted perfectly. So I had like a template I could use for IGTV. Mm. Yeah, I need to start looking at some templates so I can keep my videos. I don't I don't think I should keep turning them horizontally all the time anymore. You know what I mean? Even though they like look better and when people like click on it it looks better. Cause I don't really put them in my I don't really put it in my preview because I don't because it'll just be like a vertical format, you know, I mean a horizontal format, but I think that's just me being aesthetically touchy with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So with people that are wanting to start podcasting and then the YouTube and everything and everything that you just said pretty much sounds like super overwhelming to somebody that's starting. Like they're like, oh shit, now I gotta do this and now I gotta make this look aesthetically pleasing and I gotta do this and do this. So how I know you just had your top five and you and you have your time management down, but what are some of the most, like, for somebody that's not up to your speed yet, what are some of the main things for people to concentrate on first that are trying to do podcasting and YouTubing simultaneously? So I would say, I mean, with doing it simultaneously, it's just take your time. Like, what I did when I launched is I recorded three episodes first, so I had a bit of a backlog that when I launched my podcast, I had a, a couple weeks buffer to go out with it. And then once that, that gave me like a three-week window to start recording more episodes and editing. So it's just make sure you've got your workflow down in a bit of a backlog before you launch your podcast. But another thing, with that in mind, if you want to start your own podcast, you don't have to do everything I do, especially when you're just starting, right? Like start with just figuring out the best way for you to record the podcast and then incrementally improve off of that. So for your first couple ones, maybe you don't have video and that's not the end of the world. But once you get that audio workflow down, then incorporate the video. Now you've got video going so you could post your full podcast as a video to youtube and then once you've got that video done then add on dicing that up into social clips so start simple and just build off of it if that you know what i mean yeah that totally makes sense so what are you what would you suggest for people that aren't like really savvy with uh like how much money do you think it's like talking with people that don't have premiere or don't have after effects or don't have this and that like eventually you got to start spending money somehow so what would you suggest somebody start spending money on first like a camera a microphone uh software it's tough if you're just starting and if money's tight like my biggest recommendation is you don't really need to buy anything like you could buy a fancy mic but then i'd say you're just being fancy like you could realistically record everything from your phone it's not going to be the best sounding audio in the entire world, but if you download the app Anchor, that is pretty much all you need to start a podcast. It's a free app you can record on your phone. You can do remote interviews over the phone using Anchor. So if you just download the app Anchor for free, as long as you have a cell phone in your pocket, then you're golden. But it, if you want to start doing it kind of like how I'm doing with the video and everything, I would say buy a mic. Uh, 
my current recommendation is the Blue Yeti. It's what I'm recording with right now. It's what I record my podcast with. Um, it's the, from my understanding, the best budget mic on the market right now, and it has all these different settings, so you can record in multiple directions. So you can only you only need one mic to do an interview. So if you buy that mic, you can then mount your phone in the corner, and then you've got video because your phone your phone quality is fine for video, and you have one mic. That will allow you to record in multiple directions with a decent sounding audio, and it's I think it's less than two hundred dollars. But it's still sense. a decent it's a decent quality audio. You get like I said, decent quality audio. You can put your phone on, you can mount your phone somewhere, and then you've got your video, and that's your setup right there for less than two hundred dollars. It's a pretty dang good idea, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, thanks for sharing that tip. That's pretty cool, and. Uh, before we get off here, I just want to ask you also, like, what, so, and I've been asking you your advice and all this stuff, but before, what would be, like, one of your number one pieces of advice or advice for people that want to start out with something? My biggest piece of advice, if they want to start, is to honestly just start. Like, at the end of the day, I look back, I've been doing it for just over a year now, and the amount I've learned and I've picked up along this last year, I never would have learned if I'd still been trying to make sure I was ready and had the perfect launch. Like, you're never going to have the perfect launch. Your first podcast is never going to be perfect. If you just start, that's a great step, and then you can build off of that and get better as you go. Like, I look back at my first podcast, it's brutal. Like, the audio's not, the audio's not great. Every single time, pretty much every time the guest I had on the show paused, I'd go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like every single time, right? And that's something like I could read as much as I want to, but that's just a natural reflex, right? But I was able to learn these things by doing, by starting my podcast, I was able to like really learn these things. And like people are so worried about what are people going to think when they see my podcast and it's not very good with the first one. And I'm going to hit you with a with a little bit of harsh reality, not many people are probably going to watch your first one, right? Like, it's going to take you time to really build that audience. And like, I was talking to someone who was worried about, like, his brand and his followers. And I'm like, dude, what followers? I, you can switch whatever, and I don't think anyone's going to notice. Like, I have 1,200 Instagram followers. If I could switch things up, no one's really going to notice. You know what I mean? Like, people are so worried about impressing all these people, but it's like you come into it with the mindset of having millions of followers already and you're just going to rattle the world if you change something you don't have the perfect start but at the end of the day even if it's like a couple thousand people that watch it in the grand scheme of things it's not a lot of people so don't stress about it being absolutely perfect when you start even today i don't stress about it being perfect because good enough is perfect perfect is not perfect yeah and i think i don't think a lot of people realize that a lot of people honestly don't care about stuff as much as you think they do <laughs> like that's one thing I've noticed. Like I used to stress. Like my dog sometimes. Like love the guy. A little bit brain damaged when my girlfriend adopted him. He was they. they he was like on. He was at a kill shelter, so he was close to being put down. So because he has like a weird twitch, and they assume he was hit by a car or something. So he's a little bit brain damaged. And from time to time, he'll just bark at absolutely nothing when I'm recording. And that used to stress me out because I'm like, he just ruined the audio of my podcast because my dog barked in the middle of it. And now it's like, man, I don't care. Like one bark in a one hour conversation, like no one's even going to notice. No one's going to care. Like, like, and I always used to stress about perfect audio quality. And now like I put so many podcasts up and they don't have perfect audio and they never have because I'm not an audio engineer. I don't actually know what I'm doing when it comes to editing audio. But at the end of the day, like I listen to podcasts where it sounds like it was recorded on a Skype on top of a mount with one Wi-Fi bar and like I still <laughs> listen to it, right? Like, so it's just like the, having the perfect quality isn't 
the most important thing. It's great if you have it, but don't kill yourself trying to get there. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you could always work up and add up to that stuff. Like, for an example, when I started doing that positive vibe tribe stuff, um, I got that idea from, you know, wanting to get into uh, uh, the Amazon Alexa stuff. But all I did was get Anchor on my phone and then to record from Anchor. What This is when I lived in a van in Seattle when I started. So every morning I would just grab my phone and and uh, say something on Anchor and then put it up. And then when I got here to this place in Montana, I ordered a uh, a microphone for my iPhone, and I would use that. And then afterwards, I was like, well, I should just start, you know, I should maybe like buy a nice microphone. So then I made myself splurge and buy like the Blue Yeti, and now I just pre-record. I'll take a whole day and pre-record everyone, every thirty-day thing in one day, and then just have it, you know, scheduled out. And that's how my like evolution has gone. But if I would have thought like I should have a microphone first and I should, it would have never, I mean, when I first started it, I'd be like, there was no intro music. There was no this, there was no that. It was pretty much me like waking up like, oh crap, here I got to do this at 6 a.m. And I'll be like half of them I'm yawning through while I'm trying to say something, you know, motivational. But I just wanted to make sure I had one going like every single morning, you know, for like the repetition of it. And so far it, it's happened, but. Oh, I don't think a lot of people realize that you just got to start doing it, you know, and try exactly. to try to be repetitious with it. And one thing you said there, too, that's huge is if you can, like, batch your content, man, that's such a lifesaver. Like, I mentioned right now, I'm two months ahead in terms of my podcast episodes. So if I don't record an episode this week, I'm not sweating because I know I have to upload, right? Like, if you, if you post a podcast, just an example of one of your listeners, if you want to post a podcast once or once a week, if you can take a weekend and you can knock out four podcasts in a weekend, there's your content for a month, right? So it's not like you're always constantly focusing on it. If you can get it done four episodes in a weekend, that's your month's content done in two days and you can kind of relax. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're my third podcast today, actually. Cause, <laughs> awesome. uh, so I, I tweeted so I tweeted that, like, who wants to be on the show, like, on Monday, I think, right, or Sunday. And today was my day off. So I, in early this morning, as you know, I started like responding to everybody and the people that could do it today were you and two other people. So I'm like, you know what? I'll have these three. And if I put this out every Monday, that's, you know, like you said, like just pretty much one month already, just from taking the time for me not playing Call of Duty right now to actually like do some work and, you know, put a little bit of effort into this thing I'm trying to make happen. That's just it, right? Like, and in terms of like playing Call of Duty, like I was on another podcast and someone was like, how do you find the time to like work on this podcast for like three hours every night? And I'm like, I could come home and watch Netflix for two hours Mm -hmm. or I could come home and watch my podcast for two hours or work on my podcast for two hours. Like it's not necessarily the amount of time in a day, it's how you spend that time. Yeah, exactly. And then, so then I started thinking like, why don't I have a freaking Twitch account? So I just got a Twitch because I do like playing Call of Duty and I am pretty good at it, you know, for the most part. So I was like, if I'm going to play that game, I might as well like put it online that I'm playing. So then uh, whenever I get like in the best of like the, the best of the game play and stuff like that, I'll screen grab that and then I'll just throw it on Reddit or YouTube or somewhere so other people could see it. And that way it's not a complete waste of me like doing nothing unproductive you know like if i if i like to watch netflix for three hours i would probably like if i was 
into like sex work, which is almost illegal in some places and all this stuff, or even not even sex work, but like, uh, if there are people like who like to watch you watch stuff, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's like, and that's what pretty much YouTube is all about now, or like all those reaction videos, you know, but like I could literally sit here and like watch and like do reactions to Netflix stuff. If that's what I really wanted to do, you know, um, but it's is an option. Like I watch stuff simultaneously when I edit photos, but there's like, like I don't think people realize like there's always, always, always ways to get like content, even if it's huge or small, and put it somewhere. And I'm saying that because one of the big things that I started doing this month was working on Reddit, because that's like Reddit was like never something that I got into before. Uh, when I first started the Superman stuff, I made a Reddit. And I built up like all this karma from doing stuff. And then I just kind of stopped posting on it because there's so many trolls on Reddit. And then a month ago, I actually made one with my with my actual name because before it was just like another, my old like Instagram name. And I started, uh, cause I wanted to make my own subreddit on Reddit. But in order to do that, you have to have enough like time into Reddit, you know? So what I did to build up like all my karma and all my stuff, I literally like would make a list of all the stuff that I really, really love to do. Like the killers, photography, like Superman stuff. And I would search for all these subreddits there. And then I would just post my stuff in there and let people like look at it. If they liked it, they liked it. If not, they not. But I mean, I was being pretty dang strategic too. So I knew it would work. Like I just posted that drone video I did in the spacesuit. I've only ever really posted that on Instagram and YouTube. But then I found a Reddit that's just like drones that has like 75,000 people in it. And I posted it in there. And I've been all I've been doing today was replying to people like saying like, oh, this is cool and good job and nice and this and that. From just like just from finding another avenue to do stuff. You know what I mean? So there's like there's just like always I don't think people realize that there's always an option to do stuff, even if you feel like. Like if you want to be unproductive and and I shouldn't say the word lazy, but if you want to just like I guess veg, that's one thing. But you could veg if you if you wanted to still do something like important to help you, you could still veg and just record yourself doing it and then upload it up somewhere else. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's always an option, I guess. That was an extremely long way of me saying like there's always an option to do something. I think I just said that because I was so proud of myself for figuring that out with Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, like, I still are, like, I'm not recording myself right now, but I've convinced myself I'm just going to go pro in the NHL video game, so I'm just telling myself I'm just practicing when I'm playing now. <laughs> Am I actually going to go pro? Probably not. Uh, but I keep convincing myself that I'm going to try this year, so I'm going to buy the new one, get a new Wi-Fi package so I can play online properly. So I'm convincing myself that even though I'm not working, I'm actually just practicing for when I go pro in this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no kidding, man. Like, So, like I said, this month is when I started, and so uh, like, I'm putting all this backlog stuff that I've had from like years ago, because I just started Reddit, you know? But these these are like groups and communities. Like the Killers group, People that know me know I love them, right? But the people online in these groups, they have no idea who I am because, like, I won, like, I I made merch for them. I won like a contest for them, like in two thousand and nine, like way, like ten years ago now. So all these people that have heard, like, don't even know who I am. 
So here I am, come strolling into their Reddit group, like, look at me, this is everything I do now, blah, 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 I'm here. And then I just like collect all this karma stuff from all my posts, because people are like, holy crap, who is this guy? Because I just didn't exist in Reddit, you know? And so there's just a whole bunch of stuff. And like today, I found a Call of Duty one. And I had this video from like a year ago, well, not a year, year ago, maybe like seven, eight months ago, where it's called like a Hail Mary on... uh call of duty where if you have like a combat action you throw it right off the beginning and it goes all the way across the map and like hits somebody and kills them once it's called a hell mary and i got that and i was like on reddit thinking like i need to post something on here and then i was like uh the call of duty video so i put that up on there and all these people like dang that's so cool i'm like it happened like six months ago you know but just finding those different things and even though that has nothing to do with superman or like all the positive stuff I have, it's still an avenue for people to like click on my name and see who I am. You know what I mean? So it's just like trying to figure out how to infiltrate all these things and still have fun with it. Yeah. I hear you. Oh, I didn't expect to say all that stuff right now, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sometimes like when it hits you, you just got to get it out, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was your one piece of advice. And then I guess, so lastly, I would say, where can people actually find you and listen to you on the internet? So the podcast, like I said, is called My Social Life. And if you're listening to this podcast, I just want to say thank you. You guys should go and check out the episode I did with Jonathan on my podcast. It's episode <laughs> number 33. So like I said, it's My Social Life. And you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Also on YouTube, you can check us out there. Uh, if you'd like to see clips on Instagram, you can just search up at My Social Life Podcast. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at the Jacob Kelly. Uh, my DMs are always open. So if you want to chat, feel free to come and say hello. And I just want to thank you jonathan for taking the time to have me on your show today oh of course i really appreciate you wanting to come on so thank you very much oh it's my pleasure man all right well i hope you have a good rest of the day and i will talk to you later sounds good man see you later later well folks that was jacob kelly you could find him online at just type check out i can't even talk my social life podcast or you could find him on Twitter. Just type in Jacob Kelly on Twitter and you could get links to all that as well. Once again, thank you for listening to another episode and for taking the time to listen to hear another perspective on somebody that isn't you. I'll see you in the next episode.